Uh, I'm in London. It's Sunday, 6.15 p.m. I just came out of a hot, hot yoga class. The class was great. Slow yoga, calm yoga. Um, gave me a chance to like stretch out and flex all those little things really slowly. So my wrists, my ankles, my hips, knees a little bit. Uh, uh, very nice. So I feel calm and nice. Uh, it's very lovely being with Musa and Sara. That place is very, very cute. And just something about babies uh, is that they, I feel like they chemically, I think I read, I don't know if I read this, but like it feels, it feels true, if I ever read it, is that like babies release love toxins, <laughs> call it toxins, like love uh, chemicals. So like when I, hold, when I helped late, when I carried him or he's close to my chest and like he's, like my hand is on his head or skin, it feels like his skin is like, uh, it's okay, it's soft, it's baby skin, but like it feels like it's, you know, emitting, vibrating something out, which is just like, Habibi. I'm very, I'm very calm around him. And know they're trying to have him to stop crying. And I'm like, oh, so cute. You know, anyway, still a big smile on, on my face, even when he's crying. So, wow carried him yesterday for the first time that was amazing and uh, what's really funny was when uh, I went to bed last night I went to bed at like 10 p.m. to me it was 11 because Berlin time was 11 I only slept like three hours that night and when I arrived I had an iced latte with Musa I didn't uh, I didn't go out drink or do anything crazy I stayed home first Saturday in London Enjoy time with my family. Went to bed early, woke up nice, went to a spinning class with Musa. Uh, but yeah, when I was going to bed at like 10, I don't know, it was maybe 10.30. When they were going to bed and like right around then, I heard this like crazy, I heard this crazy, crazy crying, like war zone. Wow! Like, halas, his life is. Who knows what the fuck he's feeling, what the fuck he's, he's going through. And uh, I'm hearing uh, Sara shouting, I'm hearing Musa shout, <laughs> trying to get him to calm down. And I was like, whoa, I felt like that's, that's the first time I felt like stressed out, you know? Like, I don't know if my baby is shouting. I don't know if I would also contribute to, to that shouting, you know, I think I would uh, be like, oh, Habibi, like, who knows, who know? like, they've been going through this for six weeks, and they're both, like, crazy sleep-deprived for a longer period of time, you know, with interrupted sleep that's happening very often, the sleep is getting interrupted very often, it's like I'm just coming in first day, sleeping perfectly, so who knows how I would react, but like, I don't know, I, I feel like uh, the contrary, like the shouting and stuff like that, just like, or another reason for the baby to think there's something wrong, you know? 
Of course they'll cry, but in reality there's nothing wrong, it's just that babies cry. So you hug the baby, be like, oh, be patient with the fact that they're crying. Make sure that the vibe that you have is also like good. Maybe you're feeling like shit, you know, which is gonna happen. It's a relationship, and relationships are complicated, the dynamic, you're building it, and seeing this baby grow. Lace is really cute, uh, he looks at things like wide-eyed, and uh, I feel like he's calm in a nice way. Who knows how his personality is going to be like, who knows how he's going to like me or not like me, uh, how he's going to grow. Life is long, you know, life is crazy long. It's good to reflect. Uh, yeah, it's lovely being with family. London is nice, feels way more open than Berlin. You know, it feels like if I talk to people, uh, whoever it might be, it's gonna be a nice, uh, it's gonna be a nice conversation. And uh, it feels like people here are just like, if I went up to talk to someone, it feels like it would be fine. Or if I was in Germany, in the same kind of park, I don't know if it's the park, really, it's like, uh, it's flatter. Uh, it's maybe 10-15% less people, but the variance in people isn't as crazy as in Berlin, where you have people who look a bit dangerous maybe also chilling uh, or maybe not just looking dangerous maybe just more foreigners more different more languages more randomness like the, what you might expect from anyone is just more random so there's just a more resistance to that and the german inner quality that's there also that's against that and it feels like if i went to talk to someone in germany that's the feeling i have is like they're afraid, and I'm afraid, of the people around us in the park watching us. Like if, I'm, if I went up to anyone here, it feels like no one would give a shit. They'd want to join the conversation. Uh, so it's a very different feeling. It's a much nicer, calmer thing to feel when you're in a place, you know, consistently. Like it feels like if I stayed here a while, very naturally I'd make a very very good group of friends that we'd be hanging out in Germany like it's not get I don't get that feeling for a bit regardless of whatever I do or whoever I hang out with people are just so in their own shit you know I'm sure it's like this here too but whatever uh, one idea I think is cool uh, looking at Leith and how cute he is and how he's crying as our babies, we stay in this pretty uh, helpless phase, surrendered. We're basically surrendered to to our world a lot. We're surrendered to it completely. Um, we stay in that state for a long time. It's not a short time that you're a baby and always crying. And when you're a toddler, you're still also then getting very often hurt. You know, you fall down on your knees. You shit happens that you know you're vulnerable. You're easily, easily perishable. And it's your parents making sure that you're not, anything is happening to you, you know? Your own uh, built-in knowledge. Like what, what knowledge is built into life now? Like when he's streaming, all the information that he has seen since being born, 
Because, like, image-wise, eyesight, hearing, hearing maybe a little bit in the womb, but seeing, it's only now, you know, he's seeing his father's face looking at him, his mom singing or humming or shishing or whatever she's doing, and maybe some passing images of other people or uh, how maybe the wallpaper or a painting on the wall looks like this abstract thing. And it's all still info that he doesn't know how to represent or put in its rightful place. There's scent. Scent is important. Like they smell really strong. They have their sense of hunger. They have their sense of sleep. Like They have these feelings and, and mechanisms in them trying to balance certain, certain feelings. They have their hormones. They have things pumped into them that, you know, for them to grow and grow and grow. As they grow up, you know, relatively slow and also relatively very quickly. So you have to understand that the state exists for a long time until things change themselves. And then the growth starts to happen differently. And those changed states change. And the growth and how it happens change very differently as well, which is just like mad how that's like. Also quite complicated and beautiful. Uh, but I'm talking about the images, like when he dreams, and if he dreams, does he? Uh, the awareness that's experiencing those dreams isn't strong enough to remember them or or categorize them or to say that you know this is this thing, this is that thing. It's like pure experience, uh, and who knows by what it's observed, and who knows how it's uh, structuring itself the brain like how well he's asleep his brain is putting one and two and three and four together so Who knows what kind of abstract stuff, you know, concepts that are maybe in us. I don't know if there's any, any extra anything. I'm starting to think that these, um, you know, what Carl Jung was going through with his, his dreams, like imagining the tree of life and what it represents to us, and the lion, the, the bear teeth, the, the goddess, uh, it's her name Shiva. Shiva is like the male version. Kali, the structress. Uh, with her tongue and a knife and all of these. Uh, these. There are elements like when you're alive, there are elements you constantly experience and, experience and see. There's elements that are always, 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 you know, with different movies, there's themes that in the background, there's a pattern that's repeating. And what part, one of it might be the tree of life. One of it might be the hero's journey. You know, I watched an Indian movie today, Shamsharo or Shamshero, I'm not sure, one of the, but one of either. It's a really funny movie, like, uh, it was really good action. It's about this tribe in India that gets uh, trapped and tricked and put into a fortress and become slaves. And then the hero, the dad dies, and his son is born, and his son is like, like 30 minutes into the movie, the son is born, and then they say 25 years later, and they show a shot of the son 25 years later and it's the same dad, it's the same actor who's now just the son, you know, and he's just acting different and looking, you know, he had a haircut 
It's the same actor. So I saw I saw this uh, 25 minutes into the movie. Musa was next to me. I told him he was like, <laughs> "It's a funny moment." Indian movies, how they can be sometimes, but uh, okay, I, I would I would continue watching it. But like, there's this hero journey, you know, this this tribe, the guy in the tribe who, from the bottom to the top, and revives the culture and gives it back its freedom. This is there. I'm wondering if these are these are things inside of us, genetically in one way or another, uh, because you know, when you look at how much life had to go through and decide on which information stays in us which information doesn't stay in us, uh, which information gets passed on genetically, and which information it can find efficient ways to keep around itself in one way or another, you know, through writing, through images, through stories, through learning, mirroring the people around you and how they're doing what they're doing. Because, uh, like, it's been, it, it was a long time, uh, monkeys living in trees for a very long time. Uh, who knows what the ancestors before that were doing and how they were living. If you fell off a tree, forget about it, you're going to get eaten. Night is a very long phase, you know, like to really consider that the sun went down and you cannot see your threat, you cannot see in the darkness what's going to come and kill you. And all you can do is try and be in a place where you can minimize this darkness coming at you, you know, until we figured out light, until we figured out something like light that can... Uh, until we figured out how to make fire, like, wow. Uh, a snake might come, a tiger is gonna come, a puma is gonna bite you, things are gonna come at you, there's insects and things biting you and taking your blood and, 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 and. You can't see any of it. And it's like, when you're in it, if you're really under threat, if you've ever been under threat in your life, in any way, uh, it feels like a crazy long time that's never gonna end. And you know how, how much rest are you going to really get in that night? And then that for a very, 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 very long time with a million things happening also with weather. And then you have, uh, you know, us who can, what's, you know, what we can do is rearrange things and give them functionality and purpose for what we want and need. So we give meaning. And we enhance our own being with that meaning that we generally, not generally, that we uh, extra add onto the entire thing, you know? So, so, you know, all of this math. Yeah, all this that's uh, happening. When uh, Leith is dreaming, is he, is he, how is he putting the images together? But like I'm thinking right now, to finish the thought, is are these patterns already in us? Or are they things that we carried with us along the line of generation, culture, rather along the line of genetics? And then on top of that, when we live like Carl Jung lived, and he saw traces of those things in one way or another, that the patterns uh, in the brain started putting them together in a way that you can then dream of them. But like, I'm sure in one way or another, he dreamed or I dreamed or you dreamed of things we've never even come close to recognizing consciously. Maybe, they, maybe we didn't even see them subconsciously. 
Like they, they didn't even pass by and we didn't notice them. Just never passed by. And still we dreamed of them, you know? So... I told the instructor when I was leaving how she said the sentence that stayed with me while we were doing the practice. She was like, when you're putting, like when you're putting your hands into the mat, it's like you're pushing against a cement, let it feel like it's against cement, like sinking in and not concrete. Or, and then she was like, oh, I don't know what's like, are both of them the same thing? So when I went out and it was something I was questioning because I was writing Vernon and just one of the things that popped into my head was uh, what's concrete and what's cement. And uh, I told her like, I think the difference between concrete and cement is that cement is the, th the substance and concrete is the end product, you know, it's like concrete wall. Cement, can, cement turns into concrete when it dries. And I'm not 100% sure of this to be honest, even now. And I told her that I wasn't sure, but she was like, oh my God, I could hug you for this, you know, it's like, uh, you made my day by saying this. And then like, she's like, I could hug you. So I gave her a high five and like my hand is so dry that the high five just felt like very, very weird. Oh <laughs> God. But yeah, so life is happening and things are stuff. And uh, London looks nice. I, I planned another hot yoga session tomorrow. I want to see if I can work out. I'm going to go see Amto Naime on, on Tuesday for her birthday with Amin. And then uh, I think Wednesday I'll go out drinking proper, clubbing, just like to do that. And maybe Friday or, in, or Saturday and Saturday again. I wanted to sit down and read more often. But, you know, it's somehow it's, it's difficult to find a space uh, where you can sit and do that. You know, someone's always in the living room babies crying or not crying you're with other people it's fine but i was looking forward to just sitting down and, and just reading some some things now that i'm in the park actually i could just come here i think the weather that throughout the week is going to be shit though so that's something when i left the hot pod i saw a black guy walking away from his black friend and the black friend and the black guy who was walking away looked at me and smiled and kept going gave me like an eye and then um, his black friend was talking to this woman who looked to me from behind like really really pretty her hair was curly and long and, and bright and, and, and brown blonde so it was like pretty girl but when I was walking I felt like oh this guy's picking her up you know like the energy I'm familiar with it so I said hi you know I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not ruining your pickup or anything you know I'm just like out of the yoga session really happy just want to say hi so I said hey and I was gonna say uh, something like uh, oh are you trying to ask her out or something you know like in a very just fun non-caring way and then before I even said anything I think like when you're trying to pick up a girl and like your heart rate is at a million which in itself can be an addicting thing, you know, that you have the potential to approach this high anytime. That, that could in itself be an addicting factor. Uh, he, his energy was crazy high and fast, not calm and in the moment. So the second I even said anything, he's like, oh, it's not what, what it looks like. But like, you know, he kept the energy upbeat and fun. Uh, it's not what you're thinking or it's not what it looks like. 
So I was like, oh, I was just gonna say hi. He's like, oh, quickly, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm Palestinian. He made a joke and made it in two words. Like, he didn't let her throw in any words. Uh, and then he he said, like, oh, it's... Uh, I didn't understand his joke. I was like, what did you say? And he's like, oh, it's our, it's, our th- it's our thing, me and her, basically. Just trying to create a story between him and her as fast as possible. And I'm like, oh... Uh, he asked me why are you asking or something I'm like oh I'm a but still in a positive way he was a positive guy like oh I'm just uh, I like genuine connection I'm trying to say hi he's like oh genuine connection that's great you know that's what we have me and her or something like that and he said asked him like oh do you know each other then ask him if they're if he's hitting on her axe if he knows each other they know each other and he said oh she's my wife very strong I wonder how much he's going to think about this interaction after uh because honestly, he just said things he didn't need to, you know? I don't know the attachment to trying to get the feminine, I, I guess, in a way, is like your biggest enemy uh, at any point. Um, so he made those jokes. He asked me where I'm from, Palestinian, oh, blah, blah, I don't know what the fuck he said. And then, like, I was just like, yeah, I was just saying hi. Looked at him, looked at her. I was looking at him the entire time, just, like, relaxed. I'm not, uh, not trying to hit on the girl, you know, in any, any case. Um, I said bye to both of them and went, you know, and two meters after I walked away, I remembered I need to record the podcast and I took took out the phone. So that's the story of how I'm here right now and everything I said in between. Uh, the spinning class with Musa this morning was also cool. Musa was like uh, destroyed after, it was really nice. Because uh, he has a lot of experience in being fit. Um, that just... Uh, he hasn't been having the time any for it. Uh, that's cool that we did it. And like being around him and talking to him, I feel like way, 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 way calmer than I used to feel around him a few years back. But it's just because I always felt like he was crazy distant and I couldn't get close. Uh, and like that now at this point, the entire... I guess like, yeah, as much as you might want to think that there's no progress in you, that you didn't grow in a certain way or that you think you need to grow in a certain direction and anything like that, it's just like time will help you, you know? Time will be your friend in that. If you ever decide to change, let time be a friend, not an enemy. Let it be... Let it be a long process, not a not a, a short, quick one. You know. Um, that's really great. I'm looking forward to see how that goes. A lot of people are reading in the park, which is a great, great thing, you know, in general. And uh, and what? I got uh, an expensive subscription to Babel Live Unlimited. I want to play volleyball with these people. Oh my God, it's so much fun. Uh, I was playing. I was. I bought Babel Live, which is like a 350 euro subscription to being able to take as many language classes as you want. And. Uh, as many language classes as you want on this app in French, German, Spanish, and Italian. And 
It was on 40% discount, so I got it. And I'm not sure if I should have if I should have gotten it or not. Uh, I calculated that if I took two classes a week for a year, I would have been paying four euros a class. But what's really nice about it is that I get to take a class whenever I want. You know, they do them every hour almost. So it's just me about opening and finding one and, and booking or deciding that I want to do these, these these days. And it's really nice for the brain. It's really, really nice for the brain. Like it's like you're communicating in the foreign language with a group of people or just a teacher and practicing and having them correct how you're, how you're practicing. Uh, one of them in German told me like, it doesn't help at all if you ever correct someone. <laughs> And uh, dog got really scared of me all of a sudden. He didn't see me. Hey, man, how's it going? Cute dude. Uh, white uh, with black spots, black face with a stripe of white in the middle. He was sniffing something on the ground, and I got too close. And he only noticed me too late and started running. And then he ran back and looked at me, smiled, and ran back again. I was just playing around. So, I'm not sure if it was a good decision to get this. I'm reading a lot of like Lao Tzu's Dao Di Chi. I read, I finished it on the way here. And like very, very recurring idea that I find great is that realizing like he says, plug the holes. Don't have, don't have holes, you know? Um, Plug the holes, and then you don't have anything leaking, and then you can then be still with the holes plugged, and you know there's nothing that can bother you. Don't go around creating extra stuff, and you will be at peace generally. You know? So, in my head, like when I got when I got to a point where I, I was thinking to myself, and I got very comfortable with this. I think I wrote it in my journal on on, on Friday before leaving, Friday in the morning. Had a coffee, wrote in my journal. And I was like, I had so much peace in myself when I just made the decision that I will quit my job in May and save as much money as possible until then and then quit. Uh, and then go stay somewhere else and just do this writing or that writing or that writing. And I got so much peace with that thought and so much energy with my workouts and everything. And then like when I got this, and I was getting credits from my company. I didn't need to get it. I didn't need to buy it. I was getting uh, credit from my company to use the classes. So, anyways, I don't want to take too much in a way. Uh, I bought it, and I'm not sure I should have bought it. You know, it's like it's, it is a lot of money. Three fifty. I'm paying it uh, installment sixty a month, which also isn't a lot. But now, like, I have the ability as a human being to take language classes almost whenever I want without anyone t telling me anything without me having to send anyone anything, you know? But the issue then I find with that is that it adds extra math to my calculation of what I should be doing as a person. Instead of writing this or reading that and be like, why didn't I take a, a language class this week? I paid 350. It still feels like a wait, you know? And a part of me thinking about it, I talked to Hello about it, a part of me thinking about it just thinks, don't make it a wait, it's really fine, you know? Uh, don't, don't make it a wait. Be happy that the world has abundance and that you can have this thing. 
uh, and just own it, you know, and then just like continue. But that's the thing, it's just like even talking about it right now, it feels like this is too much. And I should, I should ask for a refund, you know, it's not something that I should add to myself to need to do, at least, at least now. Maybe a year from now, two years from now, sure, but now it's a bit tough. Uh, Sunday evening, people are drinking. I think they were watching a football game. And then like when I was going to, when I was going to class, I heard them, uh, someone scored or something. I don't know what the fuck was going on. And uh, the cheering I heard, I never heard in my life. Was very very powerful, very very strong. And uh, some guy shouted like, "Yeah!" really really loud. And uh, I never heard that in my life. Like, yeah. <laughs> and to me, that's uh, that's just like really cool. When I heard that, it's like wow. So much uh, passion, you know, with this thing happening. So, one thing I would say, I don't know if I'm going to return the class or not, or just own it. It's still a recurring theme in my head. I think I want to return it and take the credits that my company gives me and just use the credits. And then ask for more and ask for more. And then, if I think like I want to buy it, I buy it. But it's like right now, I don't feel like... Uh, it's nice having it as an option from my company, but it's not nice paying 350 for it. Uh, so I'm not sure if it's the right, right move. What I know for sure is uh, I came to London with two notebooks, and both of them really small Japanese-style notebooks. One I use for thinking, or when I'm watching some courses, and one I use for languages. And it's frustrating me. I should have brought my dream journal. I should have brought my normal uh, elephant grey cover journal because uh, those are the ones that I really, really write in uh, and I didn't bring them. I wanted to be minimal in one way or another. And uh, I don't know. I uh, know that I dreamt tonight. I slept like uh, really well because the mattress was harder than the one I have at home. So the, the difference in sleep was like immense. I wake up a lot during the night because of the apartment that I live in and the bed that I have. Uh, the bed that I have is really shit. And uh, really shit. But what I dreamt tonight, I'm not sure what it was, the first glance, but I know things happened. I know places were were there, I know people were there, I don't know what people were there, I think I knew, that, I think I remember at some point flashes that I could have opened up a bit more, but I didn't, uh, I don't know if it would come to me again before I sleep and be able to write about it, and right now I don't feel like that, because this is there, yeah, I think that's enough for for update, uh, I'm gonna go home, relax a bit, Lovely, lovely place to be, man. London. Uh, everyone speaks English, so like you can count on 99% of people speaking the language that you're talking to them too. And in a fluent way, like in Germany, very often you're speaking to people who, let's say they're Italian or Bulgarian and they're speaking English and their English is just shit. 
uh, here people are like friendly and, uh, and jokative and talkative and give you space, you know, it's like very different. And yeah, it's nice being around my brother, family, that's it. Heading home. Bye bye.